specifically we did. We good to go? Yeah, we good. So I, I think it's only right that we start off a little different today. So um, I want to start by saying, giving our condolences and, and prayers out to the families who lost their loved ones in the uh, horrific, um, what was it, air, air okay. helicopter crash. Um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter being one of those people that were in that crash. Um, I, I think for everyone, you know, they were surprised, very surprised. And so I think we should all, you know, go around giving our condolences and just speak about, you know, how we felt when we first heard uh, the news. Obi-Wan? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely condolences to all the victims, all the families, uh, those that passed and uh, those that were left behind. It's a tragic, uh, just tragic. And uh, uh, we were, some of us were together um, when it happened and it was amongst us it was shock but amongst everyone where we were where we were we were at a restaurant we could hear other tables talking about it the waiters talking about it everybody was literally impacted um by by this tragic accident so um just terrible terrible i agree i was at wendy's when it happened um i couldn't believe it for like the last for the next couple of days and i think i said to him like the group chat i was like I woke up every day thinking it was a hoax. Like, maybe it was a hoax. Maybe it's a hoax. Maybe it didn't really happen. Maybe, oh, it was just a test dummy and there was nobody in the helicopter. And that's not the thing. So, uh, prayers out to also Kobe Bryant's parents. Because a lot of people talk about the fact that, you know, his wife, his daughters, and rightfully so. But, you know, somebody lost their son. Yeah, Um, and and their their brother. And their brother. You know, and then there were other victims on that helicopter, too. So, prayers up and uh, condolences to those guys as well. Yeah, uh, guess one. You want to say something, or you want to? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, um, like you mentioned, we were all together at the restaurant, and um, one of the young ladies at the table says something, and I was like, "Stop playing! Why would you say that?" Like, yeah. And quite honestly, I still don't believe it. Like, I haven't accepted it as reality, like personally. And um, you know, when things like that happen, naturally you reach out to the people that you love and remind them about how you feel about them and you try to like reconcile anything that's outstanding or heavy on your heart and in that moment I was grateful that that entire day like I was intentional about spending time with the people that I love and even while I knew it would be a challenging and challenging um, get together for some I did it anyway and at the end of the night I said to myself I'm so glad that this is where I was when this happened you know yeah but um I mean even today like it's not real you know, I'll, I'll accept it when I get there, but yeah, it's, it's, right it's, it's definitely uh, tough to digest. Um, I think sure. on our thread with the guys, I was the last to hear it. I was actually out with my family. You know, I was being a safe driver, so I couldn't uh, mm-hmm. check my phone. And um, the first thing I saw on my phone was Young Buck say, "Has anyone checked on Amite?" So my heart dropped. Like, what's going on? And then. On another text, I saw somebody say "R.I.P. Kobe." I was just like, "What the? F-? Like, what's going on?" So you know, I'm, I <clears throat> we finally got to our destination, and I'm just on my phone, just trying to read, read. And I think the toughest part for me at the time was nothing was certain at that moment. It was so many different stories. You know, one second was Kobe Bryant and his entire family gone. Then the next moment was Kobe Bryant and just his kids gone. So, you know, there was this roller coaster of emotions um, in the beginning. And, you know, it was tough. And at the end, you know, when you finally hear what happened, it's just devastation that comes to mind, you know. Um, I think Obi-Wan said it best. He said, um, 
what you, you said heart wrenching or you, you said something and I really felt that at the moment but um anyway you know I, I just want to give out my condolences and prayers to everyone um this was tough to everybody especially the families who you know most of us will never understand what they went through that day right. so <clears throat> I only I, I felt like you know it was the we should start this way so I just want to say condolences um with that said, I guess we can get started. And this is 8 Mike Boogie. Um, this is episode 60. Episode 60 of the EBS podcast, and I'm here with the crew, Obi Wan. Yo, what up? Good to do. What's good? Ike the Great. What's good, people? Young Buck. What's up? And we got a guest in the house. Guess one? Hey, hey, hey. And for everyone else who's in the house, back by popular demand, OB2. And. Guess one has a guess. <laughs> guess two. <laughs> Word. Well, well, welcome back. So Thanks soon, huh? I know, right? It's been too long. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's true. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to episode 60. Crazy. Um, I, right. I, I think since we opened the way we did, it's only right that we should start this way. Um, and, you know, it just had me thinking because a lot of people were saying this. And so I, I just had to question it. And that question is, what does living life to the fullest mean to you? Um, I'll let you guys go first. Obi-Wan? Uh, you want me to start? You want yeah, to yeah. Or, or guess one, whoever wants to start. <laughs> but so, not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, living life to the fullest. I mean, I, I could take that a different way. When I, when I hear that, um, it doesn't really mean anything to me because right. I, I really think it's something that uh, people just, just say, yeah. right? Especially in times like this, I really think there are very few people who live life um, to the fullest, I, I believe. Um, I feel like, I think it's also a little bit hard because, you know, in life, there's life, <laughs> right? Word, you know word, what I mean? Word. So if I took the time to really think about what it means, I mean, to me, I think it's really just kind of um, fulfilling the things that I feel I've been destined to fulfill while I'm here, um, whether that's, you know, a calling that God has given me or just whether that's something I myself have sought after um, and just taking life as it comes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not being scared. You know, mm-hmm. we, we hear about these things, you know, we brink of war, massacres, you know, mass shootings, things like that but still trying not to be scared and, and be fearful and, you know, fighting through those times when I do have a little bit of like, damn, I don't want to do that no more, you know, pausing for a moment. So when I really think about it, it's just continue to live my life the way that God wants me to and, uh, and the way that I want to, you know, as well. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like not taking life for granted, right? Like right. tomorrow is not promised, and we know that, but that doesn't mean that today you try to get everything done. Right. Right. Today, but it's just understanding that you know, life is what this life is the only life that we have. Don't take it for granted. You know, whatever your purpose is, or whatever you think you're supposed to be doing, work at doing that on a daily basis. Um, don't take time off, and and to me, it doesn't mean being selfish either. Like a lot of people will read that and they will say, "Oh yeah, I, I do whatever I want." Right? No, yeah, that's right. being selfish, right? It's <laughs> it's it's, leave, it's living with a purpose and not just not taking life. Living with a purpose, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. right there, right there, yeah, definitely. Guess what? Yeah, for for me, I guess like this whole thing is 
for for one, the entire world paused. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I feel like Whole world. we're still at a standstill, like yeah. in in terms of accepting it. But, um, you just said like you know. In life, there's life, and in death is death. But ironically, like in death, there's also life, right? So although like those people perished at that time, so many new ideas and so many more people were given a new life, yeah. right? And yeah. so that's how I look at it. It's like in that moment, I said to myself, like all of us who love Kobe, we're like Mamba mentality all the time. Yeah. But it really, it really showed me like, live now, die later. Like you know, live now, die later. And it's like all the things he was able to do as an athlete, in my opinion in comparison to what he did after. Yeah, 100%. He was just getting started. You yeah. know, and, it, yeah. and it's like, you know, we say he was just getting started, but even in that brief time, mm-hmm. yeah. was it like four years? How long has it been? Since 2016. Four or five years. It's like, look, look at what he was able to accomplish in five years. Wrote five books, like yeah. won an Oscar. Won an Oscar. Like yeah. started a youth basketball tournament. Like mentored so many female athletes. From like six to professional sports, and I'm just like, wow. And it's, cra- it's crazy that you say that because I wasn't, I wasn't a Kobe fan. Like what? I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't like, yeah, Mamba. It wasn't Mamba mentality for me. Oh, it was Kobe, I, I, Bryant, slam dunk, Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Try to test the Kobe, son. Yeah. Don't, Don't try, try it. it. <laughs> you know, I, I recognize his game. Yeah, I, I recognize his game, but for me, one, when I being a Jordan fan, and then the comparisons, I'm like, nah, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't Jordan. So for me, his impact on me was after he retired, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like I've ne- he's never been more relevant wait, wait, in my wait. life. Let's, <laughs> let's slow down. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, you started talking about impact. We're going to get there. Okay. I was just, all right, let's just try to piggyback off yeah, against yeah, one. No, but I, yeah, I all right, you. all right. You guys Young Buck, do you have anything to say? I mean, I feel like everybody has kind of touched on all of the things I was thinking. I know when it when it, uh, I initially heard the news, I couldn't believe it, and um, I was even more heartbroken when I heard about uh, his his daughter being there. You know, yeah, um, definitely impactful. It makes me reflect on uh, a lot of the times that you know you think about uh, like just just Kobe, his legacy, uh, who he was as a basketball player, but even more who he was as a person. You know, because at the end of the day, he, he wasn't just a basketball player. He was a human being, you know, and it, it's, it's really unfortunate to, yeah. uh, for that to have happened to him. So I, I think for me, um, when I first heard people say, you know, living life to the fullest, I don't think I liked it because I think it was said without thought. Mm. You know, it was just something to say. And I, I don't think we really reflect on what that means. And so I had to do that. And um, I will say from the time I thought about this question to now, my answer has changed. Mm. And what I would say now is living life to the fullest means loving my family and enjoying that moment with them. I think that's very important. I think we all have goals. We are ambitious people. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up on trying to meet these goals. You forget about your family. And you never know, you know, you, you wake up one day next to your wife and you're giving your child a kiss goodbye as you go to work and you never come home, you know. And it's in that moment when you realize, like, man, I could have taken a day off of work, you know, to hang out with my wife or my husband. I, I could have picked my son up from school early. So, yeah, living life to the fullest to me means, you know, enjoying the moment with your family. 
and, and your friends as well, you know. Um, but you guys were talking about how Kobe, um, I guess, death, how his death was impactful. So I, I'll let Obi-Wan continue in that direction and just speak, you know, a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, what I was saying is that um, the, the time that Kobe was most relevant in my life for me, or at least where I paid attention, was after he died. Um, just seeing, you know, seeing him at games, seeing him with his daughter, seeing the things that he's doing uh, for the NBA and the WNBA, um, you know, seeing him with other players and helping them practice their game and whatnot. So for me, you know, when he played, when he played for the Lakers, yeah, I knew he was, but I didn't really care. I like Boston anyway, you know, things like that. Um, but it was really after that you guys said he was just getting started like he was really just getting started like it was like damn i just saw kobe yesterday i didn't really see him but it felt that way um you know but and just his his impact is you know there wasn't since since kobe's death there hasn't been a place that i've been where um they haven't talked about him someone hasn't talked about him whether it's at work whether it's just out and about in a shop somewhere like um he he's reached is is like billions almost it feels that way right yeah. it's everywhere so um I, I think it's amazing because with his death we didn't realize how much he stuff he had his hands on mm-hmm. um with you know doing things and even with people and you know um i don't know if you guys heard but there there was a few people out there because of his death decided to i i guess change their ways uh 50 cents being one of them, decided that he was going to squash all his beef. You're rolling your eyes over there. Yeah, yeah I, I, me too. I'm, I'm a little like, eh, we'll you know, see. power comes on tomorrow, he'll be back at right. it. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, you know, I, I think he kind of reflected and he was kind of like, you know, there's more important things than beefing with people when, you know, life, you, you never know. Another person, oh, you want to? I was going to say, yeah, you might be right about 50, but I think it was it was the fact that it was a reflection, right? Yeah. A reflection that he hadn't had before, right? Something made him stop, pause, think yep. about the life he was living, yeah. and say, shit, I can't Moment keep doing this. Yep. Like, yep. so, yeah, 10 days from now, or whenever power come out, he may, <laughs> if it goes he, back to his he, he may go right. back, you know what I mean? <laughs> before, but for that moment. For that, for, moment. for that moment, you know what I mean? He said, I got to be better than this. And honestly, the person that I think 50 is, I like 50. And I don't think that there's going to be no more beef. Right. I do think that. But I think that he's going to try to continue to find a way to expand um, and just grow what he's already doing. He ha- he has an impact too, and I think he's gonna try to you know mama mentality. That's what everybody's been saying yeah, now. Let sure. me have that mama mentality. So not just be good at what I know how to do, but be impactful and touching others as Kobe did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean uh, another player or uh, not player, but another person you know felt the impact was Ti, and you know we we talked about this a few episodes ago about how. You know, what T.I. did to his daughter was wrong, and so on and so on. Well, he decided, you know, he would apologize to his family. Um, I guess, you know, just based off of that, you know, he had to reflect. Looking at guess uh, one. Looking at guess <laughs> one. She was you know, here for the last conversation. Thank, thank God that T.I., you know, took it upon himself to publicly say that because he also publicly embarrassed them. So, yeah. you know, kudos to T.I. Yeah. And I think it's just like people take life for granted. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't know that you can be gone tomorrow, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, 
uh, you say, ah, I'll, I'll, I'll forgive them later, or I'll apologize later, or I'll do or it later. Or they'll get and, over it. Yeah, or they'll get over yeah. it. And, and this moment just let people know that, you know, Kobe was 41. Like, Kobe got on that helicopter, did not expect to die. I mean, that's what an accident is, right? right. But people now know that, yo, I mean, they should have known, but sometimes it's like you have celebrities, and they seem so much larger than life. Like, sure. it, like they're immortal almost. And it's like, nah. They can joke. They can go just like we can go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, magic beat HIV, but some people just can't beat. There's some things you just can't beat. You know what I mean? So I think that really just made people really realize how fragile life is. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of our superstars or legends, um, when it comes to, to athletes, they use they die when they're older. That's what we're used to seeing. You know what I'm saying? We're not. I mean, Bill Russell played how many years ago? And he's still alive and kicking and going to games and, you know, being shown on TV. And so when you see somebody like Kobe who was seemingly healthy, you couldn't imagine. I mean, he was healthy. He was. <laughs> like, was. not seemingly. Like, well, well, I mean, we don't, well, we don't know. Okay, yeah, okay, that's But another person, I can't remember his name. I was trying to look him up. But there was another person, and apparently, and this is what I'm saying about Kobe, just how amazing he is. He had a conversation with a basketball player. I, I feel like I want to say Gilbert Arenas. And he pretty much pulled that person aside. I was like, listen, man, you, you're smart. Don't waste your talent doing a whole bunch of bullshit. And that person said that, you know, after Kobe died, that day he went and decided to be a coach. Yeah, that was, a high school that was, basketball. That was Gilbert. That was Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas. Arenas. And we know he's done some dumb stuff. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. And so it just goes to show, like, you know, how much respect – uh, people have for Kobe Bryant, and it's just very unfortunate that him. And you know, one thing that I liked about Kobe that he did is that he seemingly squashed all the beefs that he had. Yeah, that's true. Uh, after he retired, right? The the beef with Shaq, the beef with uh, Dwight Howard, yeah. and and yeah. whoever else, right? He became a mentor to some of them as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, I appreciate. It. Like, if you look at uh, um, Magic and Isaiah, oh, they yeah. didn't squash theirs until like years down the line. Yeah. So I mean. I, I at least for from Kobe's perspective, yeah, he's gone. But I appreciate that you know he was able to do certain things before he left. Yeah. Um, one of the things that was talked about um, while all this was going on was the um, what's the word I want to use? The manner in which TMZ decided to put these reports out there. Um, you know, not too many people thought it was done in good taste. Um, you know, and I don't know what's true and what's not true, but from what I heard, and you guys tell me if you heard anything different, TMZ announced this to the world before even Kobe Bryant's or any of the other family members knew what had happened. Yes, I think the timeline is almost like an hour and a half, two hours after the crash, TMZ announced it. Um, from what I read, TMZ said that they spoke with Kobe's families, right? And it's, it's real crazy when you think about it, right? So... They said they talked to the sheriffs. The sheriffs confirmed who was on the helicopter. They went and spoke with the families. They had the family of Kobe. They had like an hour long conversation. The family knew at that point that it was Kobe and his daughter. And they said, go ahead, publish the story. Now, to me, I, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> um, but the other reason why I think it's BS is because, you know, they're saying the sheriffs gave him the information about who was on the the helicopter but then abc reported that it was kobe and his four daughters 
And they say they got that information from the sheriff department. And then the sheriff department is saying they didn't confirm who was on the helicopter for hours later. You know what I mean? So to me, it's just between all three of them, they just did some dumb fuck shit that I really think is, is unacceptable. Like, I think there should be some type of clause, some type of rule. And I guess the media wants to get the information out there. But like... At, at what cost? Because Rick Fox was a was a victim of this, right? Yeah. He was reported on the on the helicopter. He's getting calls, getting calls, getting calls, getting calls, getting calls. Family worried about him. Yeah. And it's like that didn't he didn't have to go through that. Granted, he's still here, and you know his family is thankful for that. But yeah, it's just I mean I I don't like it. I don't like how I don't like how it happened. I don't like how they allow. I don't think this should be the way. For these news, I, and I get it. I get it. It's hard, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's like even the way that I found out, I didn't appreciate it, and I never met the guy a day in my life. You know, I felt offended. Like, I don't want you to tell me anything like that. Like, I want to find out in the comfort of my home where I can react the way that I want to. And I, I feel like his family deserves the same respect. I mean, all the families, you right? Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, TMZ. Those darn notifications. <laughs> That's right. how I found out notifications. Right. And it spread like wildfire. Like so I wildfire. Was, I was talking to somebody, and they said that their husband follows Turkish news, and that Turkey was reporting it. You That's know what crazy. I mean? Like within hours, internet, within hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's it's like media doesn't do their due diligence anymore when it comes to confirming what actually happened. It's like who can put it out first? Well, TMZ, we know for sure ain't confirming jack shit. <laughs> you know what? I, what does TMZ stand for anyway? Terrible, <laughs> terrible media. Right, terrible media zone. Zealots. <laughs> I mean, but it's unfortunate because people actually believe everything TMZ says now. Like they are a leading source for yeah. a lot of other media because people sell information, and that's and that's the other crazy thing. TMZ didn't like send their reporters there. Somebody sold them this information. Like or yeah, sold it's them this nasty, information man. for money. Nasty. So now you have now you have to condemn the sheriff department, whoever was there first, or maybe it was the aviator team that knew that this was the plane that crashed. Like goddamn, right. that's just terrible, terrible. If anybody cares, it stands for Thirty Mile Zone. Mm-hmm. It's the name of a studio back in the day. Blah blah that's blah how blah. Far blah. away they really? from the actual truth. <laughs> <laughs> word word. <laughs> so um. Before we move on to like lighter stuff, I just want to ask you guys a question. Do you guys believe that, uh, or do you feel like the NBA should change the logo to Kobe Bryant? Anyone? I'll I'll start. Uh, I like everything that's going on, and I you know it should be appreciated with everything that happened. I just think people are thinking too quickly, yeah. and like they're just doing like a brain vomit. I think that some of the things that are happening, like so, for example, the Dallas um, owner retired Kobe's number immediately. I think some things should be just based on like a period of time. Like just give it like and this is just me. What yeah. the fuck do I know, right? But just give it a period of time. Like moratorium on this number for about ten years, twenty years, what not like forever. No, nah, like, fuck that saying? forever. That's Kobe Bryant. I mean but, and you right. feel that way, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean fuck his that. his jersey's already retired it, with the it, Lakers. Right. It is yeah. You know what I'm saying? Happen, like you know? <laughs> So uh yeah. as far as the logo goes, mm-hmm. um I don't think they should change it to uh Kobe Bryant. Um I think it does need to change. I don't think it necessarily has to be Kobe Bryant. I don't know Kobe's logo either. I think it's like the fadeaway. There's there was a bunch There's of different ones yeah, going exactly. on. Exactly. So yeah. I, I don't think it's anything like. Do you know who's staple. the logo now? Yeah. Um, yeah, Jerry West. Jerry West. But yeah. you know the NBA hasn't confirmed that it's Jerry West. 
Like, so when, when this whole thing, when they were talking about this whole thing, everybody's like, change it to Kobe. It's Jerry West. He played back then. And yeah. it's like, it, it ain't Jerry West. We never said it was Jerry West. <laughs> you know what I mean? They never said it was, it was they said it was Jerry West. So right. I, I think it's a little too soon. I think, like you said, like, I, the great side of things is a little bit premature. Um, but I think that when the time comes, it definitely should be considered. And, and, and maybe that time will present itself. I think what the impact that Kobe has left behind will carry for a while, and I think maybe that time will present itself. And, and the reason why I say that about the, uh, about the time lapse is because, you know, what happens 30 years from now when some kid wants to wear 24 and people are coming down on him like, you can't wear 24, that's Kobe's number. He doesn't know Kobe from anything. Or, 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 or right. maybe he knows Kobe, loves Kobe so much, and wants to honor Kobe by wearing that number, he still catches flat. Like, like Paul George. Like like Paul George. Well, then he's going to have to do like Kobe did, one over Jordan, one over Kobe, 25. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's the way you feel about it, and, yeah. and this is the way I feel about it. So, Guess one. Um, no, I, I, it's a, like a tangent um, just on the coverage and just how the news media has been in this upcycle, but they don't have either the, the tools to communicate appropriately about the impact or the culture itself. Right. So you have the news reporter who had a Freudian slip. You have all these um, commentators who are bringing up, you know, an unfavorable past in Kobe's life. And then you have like the BBC talking about Kobe and then showing footage of LeBron. Like, oh, do all black people look alike? Or I can't tell, they're all athletes. Or maybe they should just shut up and dribble. Like, you know, it's, it's just running that same trope over and over and over again. You make a very good point. Like, when, when, I, when I think about the death of Kobe, I think about um, all the things in the dark that have been uncovered. Like, so much shit. Like so much shit with with people's histories and 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 the media and and the the hate the hate that you have for humanity, you know what I mean? Like it just uncovered, and um, I I just kind of wonder like you know was this God's purpose? Like there's a lot that we can look back on this moment and say this has happened just within what almost a week. Like was this God's purpose to make us think a little bit and and, and react a little bit to everything? To, to this world that we live in, man. And, and the media and social media is a very, very, very big thing. Like, that that shit is yet to completely unfold. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I say, I, I guess it's safe to say we all love Kobe. And, um, you know, condolences yes. to, to everybody Respect. involved. Respect. Yeah. So let's move on to some lighter stuff. You know, we got guest one in the house. You know what I mean? Let's, let's get her opinion on some stuff, you know? Um, Need to love it. I, <laughs> Ike the Great, you got um, the living singles stuff queued well, up. Well, I had a whole bunch of stuff queued up that we didn't <laughs> that we didn't touch at all. Uh, so, oh this, <laughs> shit! I guess I can't read, <laughs> but, but, but it's cool. Um, so I, I was, I think I saw it on Instagram, and I saw it on uh, Charlemagne the God's page about. Erica Alexander, and actually there is a video. I'll just play the video. But hold on, who was who, who she? Uh, she was Maxine Shaw. Attorney at law. Word. Attorney at law. Can't I watched Living Single uh, <laughs> on, uh, on a show uh, back in the 90s called, late 90s called Living Single. I think yeah. when 93 it, to 98. Was it 93 to 98? Yeah. So I probably caught reruns. <laughs> I probably caught Yeah, because you, you probably wasn't in this country at that time, were you? Uh, you was, was on the boat on the way here. I was not on a boat. I never I never came on a boat. I barely got on a boat until I was in my 20s. But um, 
I no, I wasn't here. I, oh, I wow. definitely caught reruns okay. uh, of that. So, which and, and, just and, puts a lot of things in perspective for me. And Young Buck probably never seen it before. And was he born yet? Yeah, I don't must. think so. It's on Hulu right now. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> watch Living Single. You have to. <laughs> no, I watched Living Single. Yeah. But uh, so Maxine Shaw is Erica Alexander with a with a K, uh, and she was you know talking in about how um, friends bit off of Living Single, and she gave a reason as to why she feels that way. How did you feel about Friends ripping off Living Single back in the day? <laughs> and was it true that Living Single was supposed to be named Friends? Yes. Really? Well, they came, well, we were called My Girl when we first, My Girls, when we first uh, did our pilot. And the, uh, it didn't test well, you know how they test things. So they came down, and we were now filming the actual series. And one of the executives had a whole list of names, three or four or five of them. And he read them out and it was Living Single, Friends, blah, 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 blah. And they chose Living Single for us, and then the next year they created Friends. Oh, the same people that had the same people names. were Warner Brothers. They're both right. Warner Brothers. God we were on the ranch damn. lot, and they were on the big lot. We called the ranch the ghetto lot because <laughs> we, we had nothing on that lot. We actually had no air conditioning or or heat. So that's what's happened with Friends. Uh, yeah, and you know, and at the end of our run, we were pay, being paid a lot less, and people would say, "Well, you had a smaller market share." I said, "Compared to what? You know, comparatively, yes." But, you know, if you think about how much they made paying us so little and how much they made in syndication all around the world all these years, mm-hmm. 2.5 million per episode for them. Oh, production 50, budget. Or, you know, no, for our, you know, like my salary. Okay, $5,000 gotcha. per week. Okay, 26 shows. But if you were friends, $2.5 million per week. Per week? Mm-hmm. 2.5 million per week. Yeah, that's... Uh, Can I add something to that? Go yeah, ahead. Go for it. So, um... Yes, so one of the things that you forgot to mention that this was also in response to um, one of the Friends cast. David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer, who basically said that, you know, they're talking about reboots of Friends. And he was like, oh, yeah, I advocated for, you know, for me to have a black girlfriend. And I think they should have a all black friends or a all Asian friends or whatever. Mm. And he. Unbeknownst to him. Unbeknownst to him. <laughs> Or, or, well, I don't know if it well, was his ignorance or if it was. But just, why even you know, say it at all? <laughs> well, because of the 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 place that we're in, the space that we're in in this day and age, I guess. So, did anybody in here watch Friends? Yeah, I did. Uh, one person. Oh, no, I, I watched. Oh, that it. would be two. Oh. That'll be three. The three. You know. I watched what? Friends. I watched it. So, who watched Living Single? Uh, I watched Everybody Living Single as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ob two did. But but so the reason why <laughs> the reason why I even wanted to bring this up was like, yo, like when I stopped and thought about it after she said, I was like. Shit, I guess it kind of does look alike. But the funny thing is that Seinfeld has said that Friends is Seinfeld with more attractive people. Nah. Nah. That is Jerry Seinfeld thinks his show was the best show ever created. Uh, his to, to his show was pretty there. much amazing. Well, I'm about to say, and, and <laughs> pretty damn good. Salary can back you know, that I, up. I, I might agree with him. Like, if Friends and or Seinfeld ever had black people in New York City in the years they were on television. That was a knock that like, they both that, got. That's the that first thing I noticed yeah. when I watched it. And, yeah. you know, clearly someone very close to me, like, those are two of her favorite shows, so we had to share the space. <laughs> However, I thought it was so strange that in, like, the international capital of the United States, New oh, York City, the there is not bro. a person of color in the 12 to 20 years ever. Like, not one well, there were. person selling a lado, not one bodega cat. No, not, not one bodega. Not where they were at. 
terrible. No, it was, I mean, it was because it was because of where like, they were. Not anything. Like, come on, this is the '90s where Times Square was popping. You mean to tell me like there's not one, not even a cab driver? No, no, you're right. It was pretty bad, and I I heard people say that. But again, like when I was watching it, those were the things that were not in the forefront of my mind. Yeah, right. Uh, so. So that was the reason why I wanted to bring it up, but I so, think this was supposed to blow up into a little bit more. But did so you even know about that at all? Because, I mean, growing up, you know. I don't I, care about that. I knew about that. Like, you knew about what? knew about what? That, that uh, living single was supposed to be what Friends was. No, I didn't know that, yeah. nor would I have cared. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be entertained at that right, point right. in time. I am however many years old, maybe 10 years old, maybe 15, and I'm right. just trying to be entertained. Yeah. Sounds like somebody wants to say something. Yeah, I want to chime in. This is OB2. <laughs> I want to chime in because I was a huge fan of Friends and Seinfeld. I was in Likewise. the international, uh, international, the finals nationally for Seinfeld trivia. Wow. So I'm wow. very knowledgeable wow. about. I am very knowledgeable the- too. I might, I, I might go toe to toe with <laughs> Oh, you we can go. Days. We yeah. can go. Yeah, we, y'all can but do that was, on a later date. <laughs> I said but I was a huge fan of Seinfeld, which is weird for people who know place. me and know how I was right. raised right. is weird but I was a big fan of Seinfeld and Friends as a child. I did not even start watching Living Single and um, some of the other shows? The, yeah some of the other ones mm-hmm. until I was an adult Okay, and I felt like I feel like I appreciated them more as an adult because it's relatable to me. Right. Not that Seinfeld or Friends was relatable when I was little but it was just something that was on I, TV I'm, but I will say that the the comment um, Queen Latifah made, I because I went to an HBCU, I think, and I was I majored in communications and took a lot of film and television classes. They told us that and said, you know, these are all the shows that basically copycat, you know, all the black shows. Right. But they say historically that's what that's pe- people that's have done yeah, about done our culture music. anyway, yeah, and so they yeah. basically just told us, okay, this is what it is. This is what happened in music. And they told us the history of it. So, but again, I found out all this as an adult. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, and, you know, it, I, I feel like it's still stuff that goes on today, honestly. I mean, it's a copycat world. Yeah, Big Bang Theory is Look the, the same Grammys, concept. Right? Yeah. It is, yo, but I think yeah. what is... What is uh, I, I'm gonna use a word that I heard earlier today is is blasphemous. <laughs> it is <laughs> for, for David Schwimmer to be out there acting as if he don't know where his own show came from. But I think it's also blasphemous. He, he may not know for it's, then it's ignorance. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it is uh, ignorance. It is ignorance. Choice. Then, <laughs> textbook definition. But, but then I think it's also blasphemous for the same uh, production company, whoever TV company, to throw money behind. The white show, but not the black show. I mean, like that's just crazy. Keep them running. They they aired on this. I mean, they they uh the show came on the same day. Yeah, but same, it was it was day. two different um time slots. No, no, they, channels markets, or networks uh, or something. Yeah, it, oh, it wasn't. Like yeah, I know about that, yeah. I, I just think that's crazy. So I I did see something on Tumblr <sighs> that literally gave a rundown of how how the characters and friends. And who they are and the living single and it's, it's, it's crazy because so, it's, it's identical. Unpopular opinion. Friends is better. No, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna the, the whole throwing money behind the white show versus the black show, right? When you look at it from that perspective, yes, it sounds horrible. But if you simply look at it from a dollar's perspective, is it really that bad? If you're saying that, you know, unfortunately, 
this is the case. This is a predominantly white country. We are going to get more of our money if we market to who is the predominant class or race, so to speak. Is that really that bad? No, I mean, when you break it down to dollars, it it makes sense. Yeah, it it definitely makes sense. And, like, thankfully, like, here we are, what, 20 years later, and, Mm -hmm. like, now we have our own production company. We are streaming. So Tyler Perry can stream to his millions of fans, (laughs) you know, and... They all can watch whenever they want. Side, sidebar. Quick sidebar. Is it blasphemous to talk ill of Tyler Perry's movies or I shows? Because people do it. That was like, They're trash, you know, an though. objective hold, comment hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's blasphemous to critique a movie. <laughs> Publicly, because they are trash. Public. <laughs> okay. oh, come on, what, what? listen, listen. <laughs> I understand this. what he was doing. He There's was opening the door for there. bigger there things. A There's a market. There's a huge that, market. That apparently. market made him a multi-millionaire. A billionaire. So maybe so I'm come, not watching, but somebody I know. Yeah, like I said, it, it opened the door for bigger things. Yeah. Well, but he is opening the doors for bigger right, but things I'm saying, by right, himself. So right. should we continue to trash it? Well, knowing that here's there's why. a bigger purpose to what he's doing. Here's why, Be- th- because I I just we just watched what's that next for Fall from Grace the Netflix you movie. You watched that? Uh, not <laughs> See, by choice. This is what I'm talking about. Not by choice. Oh, Wait, me too. But what, what is that? Not, it's, it's a, it's a not, Netflix not movie choice. that he has coming. And out. let me let me tell you the scenes like he has his own studio. Yeah. He yeah. can he can do better, right? And then he also has the support of other successful black. Um, Black celebrities who have money who can put their money behind him. The the fact of the matter is, like, there's there's no reason why it should be lesser class. And the thing is, well, and the thing is, I feel as if he puts it out there knowing that people are going to accept it. And he's like, well, they're gonna they're gonna watch it. Well, so and I don't think that's okay. Well, I'll speak to this from the perspective of Nollywood, right? We have seen Nollywood, and he looks crazy. They stepped the game, right? It looks crazy. However. If people are watching it, people like it for that cult followingness mm-hmm. of it. So sure. why is that such a bad thing? By and the who way, sets Nollywood these standards is, anyways? Is the Nigerian Hollywood for those that it. don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm still watching the DVDs back in that case. For the record, I can't I, stand either one of these two what? things by the I don't like yeah. Nollywood and I can't stand Tyler Perry. I'm just saying should we be publicly well, saying I mean, this knowing what he's trying to do? You're accomplish? talking about the quality of something. Yes, you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if the qual- mean, if you don't think it's good, that's your opinion. This like, is the thing. Like, if you want to watch, like, high quality, that's what the OWN network is for. You know, <laughs> oh, go, go watch the, you know, watch watch all the fancy programming on the OWN network. No, no, we're like, not doing that Cinematic either. shots. Right, right. You know, because sometimes I need that in my life, too. Okay. I go watch OWN. And, you know, when I want to cry myself to sleep, then I watch a trailer of a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah, because my thing is, like, we can't keep uh, saying, oh, no, nobody's doing anything for black people or it's this, that, and the third. And then the one person that's doing something, we're, we're, we're but downing him. Does the, is that what that means, I, well, though? Here's the thing. If that's I, what it sounds like. I don't... Because, real quick, if you heard a white person say that about Tyler Perry movies... How would you feel? You feel kind of like, yo, fam. I'd be like, you know what? You're right, sir. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, you're you, right. It's but, trash. but we we also got to protect. We also got to protect what's ours, which and I think. Which that's I think, what I'm saying. Which no, is no, why no. I think first. However, yes, how, there's a fine line. Like, here. How, like however, let's be careful. Yeah, we like, can talk about it. They can't. That, you know, that's the that's point. my point. Uh, yeah. So why are we talking about it publicly? Is what can. I'm saying. We can. I don't. This, I, I disagree with We've what you guys are it. saying. Have you ever watched a film and gotten through it? You've earned the right to say something. Oh no! Yes, I'm just saying. I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore. But. You know what? His his uh, yeah, he's selling us 
I'm going to take a page out of Mace book, and I know we're not there yet. But he's selling us second-class shit. <laughs> like, for real, for well, real. that's because yeah. you know the difference. They're, like, I promise you, yeah. there are people, like, I've gone to work, and literally they are talking about acrimony. Like, it just won oh, yo, Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. That shit actress. was terrible. They shot that in a bathtub. I have had people, <laughs> you know, like, seriously you know, tell in me in tears, you guys, like, have you seen guys, it? You need to see. Guys, like, they're passionate about This isn't a shout-out. I, 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 took, I took this on a, on a tangent. And I'm probably just gonna screw up this shit anyway, since I don't appreciate the way you guys talk about Tyler Perry. I, I, I mean, publicly. I know you love him. It's okay. I really, I really we don't. Love you but for it that. wasn't supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to go this way. I, I think there's. <laughs> I was a, supposed to be the hater, and you guys were supposed to correct me. Well, there's a bigger. <laughs> there's a bigger thing here, uh, and I think that is we are allowed to give criticism of someone who puts their art out there. And I don't think that that should be a problem. Me saying that his movies are trash does not take away from what I know he has done for black people. And they're enjoyable. You know what I mean? Trash. Enjoyable trash. But it can keep somebody from supporting. Well, and that's what everybody's problem with when people get out there and say something's trash. That's Nicki Minaj's problem when Joe Budden says something about her album. She feels as though he has the power to keep people people away from her. I get that. And I, I get that. I put it like this, though. Like, wh- while I, I may not personally like his art, mm-hmm. it is for public consumption. I'm a part of the public. Right. I'm going to choose not to consume it, but also speak on exactly. my choice. But, I'm okay but, with you choosing not same, to consume it, but the speaking on. But at the same time, I'm going to be real. Like, there is a huge population of people that love his stuff. Facts. And although I may not have a lot of similarities in what they find beautiful about the expression of that type of life, mm-hmm. I know that that type of life exists. A lot of actors and actresses jump off from his movies. But I'm also glad that he consistently employs a lot of these actors Absolutely. and actresses Absolutely. that we love to see on film. Like, Absolutely. first of all, Cicely Tyson is still popping because she's in hey. every single Tyler Perry she movie. She killed it. In a and I love her in every single Tyler Perry movie. But I'm going to be real with you and spit facts. She's always Miss Jane Pittman to me. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, we talk about quality movies and Bad Boy 3 was trash. So Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say I would agree with you on that. Hey, hey. Don't talk I also about Obi- asleep, Obi-Wan but- wouldn't. That's what I'm saying, but it's all good. No, what, what we got next, man? Mace? That's, no, no. I, I will say the this, this CGI in that shit was horrible. And, and, and Gemini Man. The acting was horrible. So Wait, wait, wait. What? It was probably the directing, but you said Gemini Man was trash? No, the movie was good, but the CGI was could have oh. been better. Yeah. Okay, okay. There were parts where you can tell uh, they was playing video games. Oh, shit. The next one is me, isn't it? Damn. Yes, sir. Well... Did anybody watch the what was the Grammys? Negative. No, what, we black. Yes, speak on it. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, P Diddy won an award. Was it a lifetime? Well, actually, you know what? I I, I think someone here Ask would know P. about Diddy. it. Oh, she, yeah, I think it was like o- a Clive Two Diddy's. You know, Two Diddy's here. I don't I don't know what he won, but he yeah, won like something. a lifetime award lifetime or something. Award. Yeah, uh, this was at the Grammys. Yeah, it's like the pre Grammy show that Clive right. Davis always puts on, like the same one. That Whitney Houston, like he okay. does his annual. So party, was it the Grammys or was it? Not? It's the pre-party to oh. the Grammys. So but is it part of the, the Grammys? Is yeah, the it question. Is. Okay, okay. It's the Grammys. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. When he, I thought it was like the Rock Nation brunch or something. I don't know. No, 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 no. no. The, the, reason, the reason why I, I know it wasn't because he he when he made his speech, he spoke to the Grammys and how, um, pretty much you know I don't do you have it on there. Pretty much, he he was saying like for the Grammys, um, they don't appreciate what black people in the black culture does and they need to put some respect on our name essentially um 
that's not exactly what he said, but <laughs> I wish he would have. <laughs> and I, I think when some people heard that, like Mace in particular, he just kind of felt like uh, you're one to talk. And, you know, P. Diddy has a history of putting out bad record deals. And apparently, <laughs> did, did, I, did I hit somebody? You know, um, no, you hit the facts. Oh, okay. You I just want to be clear. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, he, he does, he's known for that, but putting out bad record deals. He did it with the locks. Apparently he did it with Mace, and you know making the band day twenty six. Yeah, Dude, I mean, you, you, keep, Come on. you can keep going. So, so Mace still, got a, Mace still got a twenty four year publishing publishing deal with, with Diddy. Yeah, what? apparently. Like, yeah, I had this. Well, I already had this conversation it. earlier. He signed it. <laughs> he did, but he was young. But and, and he could read though. And if you can't understand, it's your you know. Yeah. You no, 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 no. So you know what? Honestly, some of these things in my mind. Sorry to cut you no, off. Go ahead, go ahead. Can be looked at as duress. Like some of these people were in a bad ways, yeah, and they yeah. they just, saw this yeah, as a just, way yeah. to like just, do better for themselves. I agree. I mean, if you go from murder mace to mace, <laughs> you know, God bless you. I get it. But at the, same the mace time, at the same time, like I look at it like this: if you're a grown man and you got something to say and you feel slighted and you get on Instagram and do it, well, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, public, wait, wait. let's not public, blame the let's not blame the forum. victim here. I'm right. not blaming the victim. I'm victim saying, shaming over here. I'm saying, be a man. That's your guy. Call but, him. So he said that. And I'm being mad. Per his, per his, oh. per his post, he said he reached out to Diddy, and and, and Diddy played him basically. Yeah. So you know, okay, I had, so I, see him I, and show up. I had this up with him. Then. I had this problem. <laughs> you know, I had this conversation with Obi too, and she was like, "Yeah, Diddy's a good businessman," and it made me think about Dame Dash's hate for Lion mm. Cohen. Right, because he, he and I, I barely heard uh, an interview he did the other day when he was like, um, he said something like, "I'm trying to be on some boss shit, but you trying to be on some like slave ownership." Those are, those aren't words per verbatim, yeah. but basically what he was saying is, you coming into the black uh, black culture, your culture, 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 yeah, and yeah. yet you're like you're you're making people work for for pennies on out, and that's exactly what Diddy is doing. So, but yet he talks as if he. You know, he talks. I'm, I'm, I'm Diddy Love now. I'm Diddy Love. Okay, you can't call yeah. me Puff gonna... Daddy. You know what I mean? So, like to me, what he's doing is exactly what someone like Lyra Cohen's doing, who's considered a culture Leor. vulture, Leo, whatever the, his name yeah. is. You know what I mean? And and I don't think that's okay, especially when your artist, when when this was your artist back in the '90s, like. That's not cool. Right. Everybody know Diddy not gonna pay you. Like just, if just, you're still signing deals with Diddy at this point in the game, like. God yeah, just to, to give better context. Yeah, Cliff ahead. Notes on, no, Mace posted like a seven-paragraph essay on fucking Yeah, I IG. wasn't, I wasn't I, I read. I read the whole thing, but I'm not going to read it all to you guys, but the Cliff Notes of it is that, you know, uh, 24 years ago, he signed a publishing deal with Diddy. He's uh, He got 20K from it. He's offered Diddy $2 million to purchase his publishing back, and Diddy has been like, nah, fuck that. Get the no, fuck out of like here. You got you got You got to pay more like everybody Outside else is. Yeah. is yeah. You got to pay what, you know, somebody else is willing to pay me for it. So Mace is like, well, if you're saying that, you know, we should stop enslaving artists and creatives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What's up with me, yo? Why does Mace need to pay more? Diddy don't need that money. So here's here's my thing. And this is a slight defense. It's a a slight defense to Diddy, right? And I don't agree with anything Diddy does business-wise. But what I will say, and we say this all the time with men, 
Back then, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. Diddy wasn't the only person doing this. Lef- right. uh, uh, what's his name? Babyface Baby Baby did, did it. They, I, it was I, part I of their Baby. culture Russell to Simmons to yeah. Combat Jack did it, but apologized to Nori for doing it. Oh, did he? So, okay. Yeah, like yeah. they knew they were doing so, fucked up stuff. And, man. I mean, and I, I think at some point, you know, Diddy has to just own up to the shit he did. I mean, he kind of did with the locks. You know, the, he the, gave them their publishing rights. I think what eventually. it is is that that's he's he's. Yeah, he's still doing it. <laughs> he's still doing it, but out here talking shit like he he care about the black culture and he's he's black excellence and he's this and that. But yet he's still he's still shitting on his own people. He is. He is. I, mean, I, I agree, with Mace. Not, not been a part of the game though. I do too. I mean, just ask Sean. <laughs> oh yeah. He can't even come back to the country. <laughs> Took a bed for Diddy. He did. And for and and I I'm gonna say this and y'all gonna be mad, but Diddy killed Becky. I can Let's understand why you would like, feel that. Jumping way. out the window, right? But now. we may end up punching that. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he, oh, he paid the man to do it. Like, come on. All right, yeah, forty-eight yeah. seconds, forty-eight minutes. No, real quick. Listen, yo, did he, did he was he was falling. Yo, he wasn't gonna be who he was with Biggie in the forefront. I agree. Okay. And he needed to get rid of Biggie. He needed to get rid of Biggie. Yeah, yeah. I might agree, but we're not going to say that because I want this podcast to continue. Right? <laughs> Maybe no. even on Revolt. Right. Like, <laughs> no, plug, plug. Yeah. No, but I mean, when it comes down to business, right, I understand it, it is a business. But at the same time, when you're preaching something to a, a group of people about respecting black people and not enslaving them for... for you know their abilities and then you're turning around and doing the same thing it's not a good look because that can't continue to be the excuse oh it's business it's not personal come on but you're a fucked up person yo (laughs) i I tell you what though it works both ways so when we're supporting black businesses we've got to like give them their due diligence too like not asking for discounts like really supporting oh absolutely it goes both ways i agree absolutely i agree I mean, you know? they, but consumers, they have a responsibility to, uh, black consumers have a, a responsibility uh, to, to black businesses, you know what I mean? A thousand so. percent agree. <laughs> and even when we get bad customer service. I mean, like, right. I, I smile and I say thank you. And I anyway. go back. And I, I go, go back because the shit is fire. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will wait two hours Oh, while you click clack on your typewriter, the fuck? Well, y'all can stick to attitude. <laughs> they can do that too. So I, I guess it's safe to say we all, well, most of us agree with what uh, Mace had to say about Diddy. All of us do. OB2? Guess two. She, she do. But she's still supporting him, but that's all right. Yeah, I mean, you know. Bad he, he boys should, for he, life. At the end of the day, in my mind, he should want to do better. The funny thing is the blueprint to follow mm. is Jay-Z and what Rock Nation is doing, which is why Meek Mill had his whole post about you know, if you want somebody that's going to support you and not mm-hmm. take away your money. If you don't want to buy dance video videos. Right. He, he t- yeah, he, he definitely took Come a page on. at yeah. a death row. You know, a source of Come sign with Rock Nation. Right. <laughs> but, 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 I, but I appreciate it. It created so many moments of mm-hmm. hip-hop. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that Diddy's at the point where he can rectify. Yeah, he should. Uh, or at right. least he should. Yeah, especially and, with... And he needs to so that it's not just Jay-Z getting his hands into the NFL and saying, hey, this is what we're going to do for black people. Yeah, yeah but that ain't Diddy, man. It ain't, yeah, it's not. No, it's no, not. You're right. It's not. He gives up his publishing, like, we'll never hear from him again. Like, are you kidding who? me? Who? You never hear from who? Sean, John Combs. Like, well, if he <laughs> sells back, like... Mace's publishing? Yeah, like, outside of Biggie, those are his biggest hits. Yeah. So, so what is so what is, Biggie's, what is Diddy's other legacy things. then? Like, to me, White like... Uh-huh. What yeah, is it? Yeah. 
White parties? HBCU parties? I mean, Howard uh, Homecoming parties? Yeah, he's a promoter. Like, let's be real. The man is a But what is his legacy? If it's Ciroc, Vodka. If he stole it, Ciroc Boys. I'm going to give it to him. I'm not going to say he stole it. I'm not going to say he stole it. Like, he's the guy. He's that guy. Diddy is a promoter. Exactly. That's true. He's that's essentially what he is. Party promoter from college. Marketing. You're like, damn. Yeah. That's his thing. He really did that. Yeah. yeah. I, I really don't think that Mace's catalog is going to take a bite out of his billion dollar. No, not empire. at this point. I really don't think point. that. No, he's getting I just don't think that. Only black people listen to Mace. <laughs> no, white girls and women love Mace. I tell you, play Mace like on a speaker <laughs> in a mall right now. They'll lose their shit. I promise you. Well, then let the man eat. <laughs> I mean, have and you I, seen him? I think he's he's good. Right? He said he's, he's good. He's he said he wanted to wait for him to get some money. Yeah, yeah. So. but you know, he still wants more money to support his family. Poor guy. Yeah. For his hard work. Yeah, you know, he, maybe he needs to go on the radio and start crying like the locks maybe used to do. Maybe he should link back up with Cameron. You know. Do you want to talk about that? Let's see this. No. Because I, I think it's fucked up. We need to talk about it, but not in this light. Okay. <laughs> oh, the girl dad hashtags yeah, yeah. have been going around. Yeah, it's, it's I, fucked up. I know I saw it. I'm good. Yeah, so I, I mean, I guess the, that, that's it for, uh, that for P. Diddy, right? Yeah, I mean, man, do better. better. Yeah, cancel P. Diddy. I'm just playing. Hey, Revolt, holla at us. Yeah, that's that's never happening now. <laughs> we might as well get signed with Rock Nation or something. Uh, that is a better dish So um, I guess that's it for main topics. You guys want to get right into um, Rapid Fire? Let's go. No, 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 no. No, oh, no we can't do that? No, we're it's not. never going to be a thing? No. All right. No. You need to get a sound bite. Yes. Ah. That's yeah. your job. So, uh, the first one is Meek Mill runs into Nicki Minaj and her husband, resulting in a streaming match. Okay? Okay. Uh, it probably was supposed to say screaming. Oh, did you? No, that's a streaming. That definitely. No, no, I said it was yeah. probably supposed to say screaming. No, that shit was streaming all over the internet live. <laughs> that's what I I thought the idea was. Because like, Meek screams. I mean, we know this. So this is the Hold thing. Up, this is like a thousand percent believable. Because like, if you've ever heard Meek Mill rap, maybe yeah. he was just trying to share some of his <laughs> lyrics with this guy, and he thought he was screaming at him. Maybe. Hold up, wait a minute. Right. You thought I, I was, was screaming at you. <laughs> So so, so when I, when I brought this to us, I didn't know that there was some background information here, right? Uh, there's a video out there. It sounds horrible. They talking about some yo, come see me. Yeah. I don't want to see you. You can't see me. A whole bunch of N-words. yeah, you can barely N-words hear, it, right? Yeah. Um, but what it is is that Meek said something about Kenny. That's his name, Nicki Minaj's husband, on a record. Didn't really say his name. So we don't know but, it's actually but, him. But, ah, come on, come on. It's, 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 that bar right now. It, it, like, it's hip-hop, man. He said oh, something shit. about him wearing boot-cut jeans with Balenciaga. Which is true. That and, shit is funny, I though. mean, but that's also Philly, though. <laughs> no, no. That's Philly. No, he was talking about Kenny doing that. And Kenny's mm. from New York. So, but anyways, it was like, so Kenny's like an old-school gangster guy. Oh, he Did is? some time, yes. Did, did some time, and... You know how some of those people think is like, yo, you talk about me when I see you, it's on site. You know what I mean? So different mentality. He saw me. He was like, yo, yo, let me talk to you. You, you, you got some problems? And Meek was like, nah, you can't talk to me. And then they got into a screaming match in like some nice, you know, uh, fucking clothing store. And I just don't know why. Why why, 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 are they like this? Who's, who's they? I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> oh, before you go that, Meek need to be on J-level, yo. Come on, man. 
What you talking he's, about, yo? He needs to be on jail. Yo, how old is Meek Mills? Never. He's got I, I, so long. How old is he? I, I, you don't I, think Jay was doing none of this? Nigga stabbed Un. I don't, yo. It makes you like, take the blame. Like, come on, let's be real. He's so, he's still immature. As, like, as, and yet he's the people he's hanging around, yo. Go, let's go back to that video with Memphis Bleak when he said when he saw the kind of money Jay was making, he switched up. When you around people who are influencing. The type of people that Jay is influencing, yo, switch up. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But I, I think he is though. Well, I maybe think... the Kenny guy was screaming at him, and he was just like, no, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, that's that's what it was. But he was screaming at him because you know he, he said, something. said something slick, and you know, in in his mind, it's like, yo, you act like you're a tough guy too. Let's be tough guys together. And you know, the word on the street is that you know Nikki could have been in his ear too, and like put the battery yeah, in his back. Probably gassing him. Like, <laughs> gassing him. Yeah. But in my mind, it's like, yo, I want to know would any one of you guys. Do that, so fellas in the room, and then I'll get to the ladies. Do what exactly? You know, see an ex, a, an ex with their man. husband, and, and start and yelling back and forth. Oh. No, not me. I'm not that type of dude anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, so before you would have? Uh, I mean, when I was younger, that's kind of thing. Like maybe it was. I mean, me like if a nigga we the same age kind of. But if right? a nigga came at me in my mind. And, you know, he want to handle some business. Let's handle Look, some business. You feel me? Like, back then, that's how I was. Now I'm just going to laugh it off like, yo, chill. It ain't that serious. You, you, you know, you're still ready for the action. No, I'm not. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> came, but I'm saying, would you do that? No, I, w- I wouldn't do that. That's not me. I wouldn't start yelling in a store. I'd be like, be quiet. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to I me, it's, 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 it's embarrassing, yo. It it's embarrassing. So I don't want to be yelling. Especially, you know, I still have that kind of mentality like you know white people are watching us let's not act like niggas you know type of thing like don't start yelling back and forth like so i, I mean me personally i wouldn't do that no. obi-wan no i mean i'm not a reality uh tv star so uh i wouldn't do that and then if that would be the only reason why you would do it wouldn't do it i said i wouldn't do it no oh but that'd be the you were a reality tv uh, star I, if i saw my ex with her with her uh with her man it? it's all love like oh what's up what's good now if he's coming at me like blah blah blah. I don't care because I'm better than him, so I don't right. need to say shit. You know what I mean? So I'm not actually speaking about my ex. I'm just, no, 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 I know, I know, I, know, I, know. I, laughed. I laughed. I just think that highly of myself. Like I'm not gonna like make myself little to have a screaming match to go about my life and probably never see you. Who again. started screaming though? <laughs> young Buck. Oh yeah, that's a good topic for Young Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he wasn't gonna come my way. <laughs> Because uh, we just stepped outside. <laughs> talking about. No, nah, but I'll, Go ahead. No, I was going to say, off some, off some real shit, though. Um, I'm not the type of person either that's like, oh, if I see my ex out, it's, it's going to be on. So I don't give a fuck, honestly speaking. But if somebody, whether it's my ex's man or some random motherfucker, you're not about to, like, get in my face and disrespect me. Because I would never disrespect somebody like that. So you're not going to do that. And you're not going to, like, threaten to harm me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be that. So I would have very easily said... We gonna step outside and handle this like men, like because it's gonna be what it's gonna be at that point. But who who's disrespecting who? Like who started? So, so it was all about the fact that he. Let's paint the scenario like it's you know us regular guys that don't have rappers trying to come for our women or anything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you know you're now with a, a, a young lady and her ex is saying, "Oh, I heard he blah 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 blah," or "He's this, he's that, he's talking about you all over the street." He got you, he has your name in his mouth. How would you feel when you see him? I'd leave my girl. Like, yo, what you trying to get me to do? <laughs> trying to get me fucked up? <laughs> yeah, like, trying to get me fucked up? Always? I wouldn't no. be with a chick like that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I can't, I can't think in the light I think you're of misunderstanding Kenny, what I can't I'm think saying. in Kenny's light, yeah. 
No, I'm, okay. <laughs> so I guess I'm, what I'm trying to understand is: is Kenny the one who's who started it, or is it Meek who started it? Well, I'm saying in this scenario, you're Kenny. Okay. Right, you're Kenny, and you heard about Meek talking trash about you. Okay, yeah. So I'm, I might pull him aside, like you know what's going on. You know, really that's how know. it started. Right, you don't you don't really know me like that. Like yeah. what's going on? Still don't care. <laughs> but the, who, who was the one that that said let's go outside? Kenny. Kenny wanted to I'm talk not, to him. I'm not doing all that. I mean, we, <laughs> so you wouldn't want to talk to him? <laughs> if you heard that he been talking trash about you, that ain't that serious. And yo. then and then he walks by. Oh, they go that. Look, you know how you say you know how they say snitching is for the hood. This exactly. dumb shit is for the hood too. Like, no. <laughs> Agreed. Like, That's true. Regular motherfuckers aren't doing this, yeah. Right. All right, ladies. I guess one and two. Well, first of all, like, like you just said, like I'm not in that mind frame. I'm not in that lifestyle. Like, if you got a problem with me, keep it to yourself. I don't care. And if yeah. you do share it, so what? Thanks for giving me free publicity. Word. And if I happen to see my ex. I, in the street and someone was saying something I'd just be like oh gosh I'm praying for all y'all and I'm gonna go in the other direction like it's not it's not that serious to me so like, it's not possible for any one of you guys to get triggered by something in no Hollywood. not from something <laughs> well, I've moved on okay, from yes, like honestly yes. I'm not no. the type to like revisit the past and be like oh my gosh you said this about me like so what the trigger no. the triggering is gonna happen when you try to See leave it alone person, yeah. no no when you try to okay. leave it alone you walking away and the motherfucker's still talking it's like no, nigga, I, I didn't told you I was good it's really easy to <laughs> just not acknowledge it yeah. and act like you don't exist and that speaks you like know what's, you know what's even easier like, to break your foot off in the motherfucker <laughs> ass i don't got enough feet for that like, too, no. but <laughs> all right i guess we got that well i great you didn't tell us what how you would react yeah, i mean what would i do i don't think i mean now in my 35 year old nest of bliss Which no what i said too. catch me about 10 years ago right, if, you, if you if you had something i was like Yo, you, you got something to say like i probably would have been ready for that action yeah. but that's the problem these men are not 25 well actually meek is well, 32 kenny and kenny's like 42 oh i thought meek was 28 he's 32 he's 32 damn i can't give him he, a pass well, maybe he was incarcerated for 25 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah kenny probably was in jail for 25 years stop because i don't want him to come see me <laughs> nah man meek, Yo, they both got priors they listen, need to chill you got money hit me i'm i'm suing exactly. yeah I, i'm suing I mean, let's be honest. A woman was behind that anger, if you want to keep it real. It had nothing to do with what somebody said. It was all about Nikki. Let's keep it real. A woman was behind charged up. <laughs> and all That's the trick this is. And the trick meal beef. That's true. Same woman. Oh, <laughs> all right. You know, we, we did spend too much time on that topic, didn't we? We did, you know, yeah. So we got so. carried away. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, it was kind of fun. 50 Cent versus Taraj P. Henson. I guess he said this before the Kobe thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, apparently he came at um, he came at Taraja P. Hansen about Empire. Well, so so Fifty has been effing with Empire and Taraji and that entire cast for like maybe the last five years because when Empire started and then he started Power, he started coming for them because that's the type of bullish tactics that Fifty Cent so employs to be successful. It, yeah, it works. Yeah, it's just it's 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 trolling, it's bullying, it's whatever, right? It's it's not real because he's not going to do anything in this space that he's in. But in the past, it worked. So he carried that same mentality. Mm -hmm. He brought it in. So he keeps talking trash about Empire. So uh, Taraji was on Trouble Man Thirty One. Ti. Wait, who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why he looked at you. Expeditiously. Ti. Expeditiously. 
ain't that what it's called? It's called expeditious. Oh, I don't know what it's called, but it's a, it's a three syllable word, so it's probably true. Um, and he's all over this podcast too today, isn't he? Uh, but so he was on. Uh, she was on there, and she was just talking about that whole experience with um, uh, Mr. Curtis Jackson. Awful black women. Period. Man, that sounds tough coming from the most. I mean, accomplished, successful, hmm. most brilliant beings on the planet so to say this i work yeah, a lot right you do want to know why tell me i have to what i'm not getting paid all that money yeah, other I'm, actresses I'm who are not black all right i can't find this shit they make- but she talked about it and um and uh t uh 50 came back and had some more stuff to say about how you know he wants to work with uh taraji in in the future trolling uh trolling he was like but you know if you're not with me, you run with me or you get run over, pretty much. So in my mind, I was like, yo, is 50 of the ilk to be able to talk to the God Queen Taraji P. Well, Taraji P. Henson, for example, who actually is a <clears throat> an accomplished actress. Yeah, I, I think he is. He, he, I mean, he has a successful show. I mean, and, and based off of your question, you're saying are they on the same level for him to be coming at her like that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, he's accomplished. He, he, he did power. He's about to have another show, um, and I think he's been directing as well. Like, and he just recently got his name or whatever on the star in Hollywood. Like, he's doing his thing in that aspect. But it is distasteful, you know what I mean? But I just watched something on Netflix. It was like hip hop, whatever, and that's the way Fifty Cent became successful. Exactly. You know, and it's been working his whole life. Why stop now? You know what I'm saying? Like, why stop? So I'm not surprised by it. Um, I'm surprised that people take him seriously and even, you know, respond to any of the shit that he says. Yeah, I feel like it's unjust. I mean, he ain't going to do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. his his show is is more successful than Empire. Empire. But yeah. Empire was still very successful. Like, it was still a very successful show. Um, I didn't watch Empire, so I can't say that Power is better. I think Power is dope, though. And, uh, I mean... If, uh, Taraji's still going to continue to do her thing and 50 is going to continue to do their thing and their paths may not cross. I do, however, think that you may see um, 50 reach out um, and I don't know if he'll reach out to Taraji, but he's going to have to uh, establish himself with um, black women um, For sure. in, 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 in the industry that he's he's going in, in this film industry in this uh, um, TV industry. He's going to have to establish himself with um, black women and at some point he's going to have to atone um, for these things and, and really you know you think reach- so? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, name a black woman that loves 50 Cent outside of the aesthetic. You said loves him? Yeah. I like he know. looks good. He but I will, I will say All the, women uh, that's like the people on his on show, show I mean but that's what you're talking that's about. That's a right? check though. Like who's, but that's kind of the point. Well right? I, I mean but I, oh, so Vivica she is the only black woman so, who <laughs> still loves 50 Vivica and Lala with like a 21 year old woman yeah. yeah, but as far as as far as film and movies, she's twenty one. I can't right. say <laughs> to 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 guess to his point. As far as film and movies, I can't say that there is a black woman that does right, and he he's gonna need that. Like he's what are you talking about? He that's... he can't keep going outside of. I mean, Lala's not an accomplished actress. Tasha? Oh, you said accomplished actress. No, neither is Notori Naughton. Uh, besides, understood. Besides Power, but, what else has she done? But, she got kicked out of three. No, no, but if we you think were, about Tyler Perry for she second. was Little Kim, by the way. She was Little okay. Kim. She, did and, she was Little and, Kim, and yeah. she showed her titties for money. So, so did so did Lala. God damn, but what does that have to do with anything? Like, like, she's not an accomplished actress. 
And y'all okay, keep okay, trying to okay. say she so is. So just keep it to that. Don't not, you're, you're, you're putting her down. <laughs> you're putting her down in the I'm process. Sorry. You don't I have to do that. I shattered my 50 cent. <laughs> yeah, uh, you did. You did. Uh, but he's going to have to reach out. I don't think he's going to have a problem. I agree. Because we'll dollars, dollars talk. Like, we'll it's see. about money. Dollars do talk, but at the end of the day, like... It's just a, a certain ill when your own like your own people don't love you. Like you know what I mean? Like the same way do black women feel this way about Tay Diggs? I know I do. Yeah, people <laughs> don't know? like Tay Diggs. Or or, or but you, to why? your point. To, why? Because he's married that's to a, a white woman? No, that's not why I don't oh, okay. like him. And she's not white. I love Indina Mazel. Like she's oh, she But Obi two said this to me today when we were talking about um uh fifty cents um his he got his star, which you know, big ups to him for yeah, that. I think yeah. that's dope. She was like Oh, he must be sad. Nobody was there. That's not true. The people, Eminem was there. The Take most that back. important was there. Here's the thing. I, that's what I said. I said the most important people were there. Eminem, were any black Dr. women Dre. there? Yeah, his girl. His girl, right? I think the people that oh, he... Oh, Tasha was there, too. I don't know. I, I keep calling her Tasha, my bad. <laughs> she was, was she there? I think so. Shocker. Everybody was yeah, there except for, for yeah. uh, Ghost. Shocker. So I Ghost. Think, <laughs> but I don't know people's names. I'm sorry. Omari oh, Hardy. Oh, <laughs> I'm terrible with names. I'm Clearly sorry. he watched. People who hate Tyreek too. <laughs> <He watched> Tyreek. <laughs> yeah, I hate that motherfucker. Tyreek is Tyreek. But yeah, so you know, I don't know if that's true or not. I think the people that he cares about was there. But if if indeed there weren't a lot of people there supporting him, it does say something. Like the Hollywood uh, stars is a big deal. Like, Listen, it's a big deal. If you watch Hip Hop Evolution. This season talks about 50 Cent because, you know, they call him one of the uh, mixtape kings mm-hmm. as well as T.I. and Lil Wayne. And you see how he came up to be who he is? The people that were there are the only people who give a fuck about So, facts. So, and for all it. of you guys that have and a lot of... he's paying them, by the way. A lot of praise and glory for well, 50 yeah, Cent, as it yeah, seems. Yeah. You think he can run for president like Trump? I was going to get to that. Uh, with his, based off of his antics, it's possible. I mean, because I'm seeing a lot of the same tactics yeah. that Trump utilizes... That this 50 has been employing for a very long time. Media tactics. Yeah, I don't think a black man can do what Trump did in the way that he well, did it. Kind of, kind of point but, there. But you say that, but 50 rose the ranks the mm-hmm. same way. Like, a lot of people say, there's no way 50 will be allowed into the room with these execs and that's, X, Y, and Z. And he's there. That's different. 50 wasn't the first one to do that. And and then... Um, well, he was the first one after he got shot. Nobody After he, he was a known gangster. Yeah, nobody I guess you can say that. May, may, I feel like... It's hard for me to say this. I mean, Lil Wayne been in some of these meetings, and he looked like a. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but he's not as accomplished in it as, so, as Fifty Cent is. And and the other thing is, like, there are still there are still certain things where for black men to be successful at it, they still have to be, or black people in general, they still have to be perfect. Yeah, that's true. And I true. think being president is one of those, and and he's he's far from it. So I, say I don't think it it's possible. It was one of those. I feel like somebody's gonna break that mold eventually. Just I mean, like yeah. that's how it was for a white but person until it won't be fifty. Until Donald, and if it is, if it is going to be fifty, it's going to be 20, 30 years down the line. You know what I mean? Agreed. Not now. I'm well, thinking about the blueprint 50. of all the black men that I know who have run for president. Right? Jesse Jackson, mm-hmm. Al Sharpton, yep. Dick Gregory didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Dick Gregory. Ben I still think he won. Didn't work. Um, <laughs> ben Carson needs a shape up. He can never run for anything. Oh shit! <laughs> Just saying. Um, but like, given given like. Those predecessors, and of course, Barack Obama, like 50 Cent is nowhere near that. But I do think that he could become such a public figure that he can joke around and say he is running, i.e. Kanye, but and get like a bunch of steam for a new project. But yeah. I don't think politics is his area. Yeah. And, 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 it wasn't Trump's either. But and okay. like our last like our last uh, top, the last podcast, not everybody needs to be in the forefront. Yeah? Like if you have that power, you have that pull and you want to influence your influence from behind the scenes. 
and let some others be in the forefront. I don't think that's fifty's thing. I mean, actually, it is his thing, but when it comes to president or politics, I don't think it is. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we're doing a terrible job of uh, rapid fire, by the way. <laughs> now nah, we knew it was going to be like this, sir. Huh? You think? So? Okay. Yeah, we talked true. about it. So uh, I guess we're going to move on. Oh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> great segue. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so um, Kareem Hunt is in trouble again. And for those of you who may not know, Kareem Hunt is a running back that plays in the NFL. Uh, he was recently suspended for a full year because he attacked a woman, and it was shown on um, video. He came back this year to play football after eight games where he was suspended. So, you know, you would think, you know, he got to be in a straight and narrow because everybody's watching him. Well, this gentleman decided to speed on the highway – while having an open container of alcohol, and I think weed was involved. Um, you know, and he got pulled over by the police officer. Fortunately for him, this police officer was forgiven and was going to let him slide with just a traffic ticket. But, unfortunately, what that guy didn't know is TMZ's every fucking where. <laughs> and somehow TMZ came up with the video and put it out there for the world to see. Um, Obi-Wan, this is... Your story, so I guess we can go with uh, playing the video if you want to. Uh, no, sound bite? No, we don't need to. I mean, if uh, Ike the Great has it queued up, you told me I didn't need to. Yeah, I don't okay. think I don't okay. think we need to play um, sound bite. But in in so he gets pulled over. To me, it's a routine uh, traffic stop, right? Yep. He was speeding. Is routine. So from the video, Kareem is very emotional, yeah, or whatever. Scary. You know what I mean. And and clearly the 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 police officer knows knows who he is, right? He ends up alluding to he knows who he is. Um, he's speeding, write him a ticket, let him be on his way. I I like I don't understand for one, why was Kareem so emotional? Because he knew he was he he was doing some shit he shouldn't have been doing, right? Is yeah. he is it the fact that he's gotten trouble before, so he feels like he's gonna get in trouble again with the NFL? Is it the fact that he's a black man, young black man pulled over by a police officer? You know what I mean? Like at at some point you got to check your nerves. But you know, the police officer proceeds to, you know, like, tell him to get out the car and, and, and search the vehicle. And, like, for me, I don't I, I don't know why that was even prompted um, to that point to where he needed to do it. So, you know, I'm thinking about this situation in so many different ways. One, y'all saw the video. How do y'all feel about how it was handled? Like, are you guys okay with it? Do you feel, like, have issues with the fact that he searched him? Then he's also trying to lecture him and telling him, you know, mm. I could do this and you, you know, you're going to get in trouble and blah, 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 versus just writing him his goddamn ticket and letting him be on his way. Well, I guess I'll go first just because I, I experienced <laughs> this many, <laughs> many, many, many times back in my younger days. <laughs> Police officers can do whatever the fuck they want to do. OK. Mm-hmm. And I've been pulled over and searched several different ways. You know what I'm saying? I. I I've been pulled over, and I'm thinking I'm good, and the dogs came out. I'm like, oh, shit, the dog's out. I've been pulled over just because they seen two niggas in the car, and they said they look like trouble, and they searched us. I think a lot of times black people in particular don't know their rights, and so all we understand is it's the police officer do whatever they say. And so sometimes they get away with shit that they normally wouldn't be able to get away with. Um, in this case here, that... It could be possible that the police officer smelled alcohol on his breath or he noticed something. And from there, he's like, okay, I'm going to search you. To answer your first question, 
which wasn't really a question, but she was wondering. I think it was all of the above. I think Kareem Hunt was fucking terrified because he knew he was wrong. He made a mistake, and in his mind, <clears throat> his career was over after going through everything he went through over the last year and a half. Uh, I, I think the police officer, in his mind, thought he was doing him a favor. And these police officers, they, they don't know how to control a, system, a, a situation outside of being threatening. Mm-hmm. So when he says to you, you know, this could be worse or you're going to get in a lot of trouble, it's because he feels like he doesn't have control of the situation, although Kareem Hunt didn't look threatening at all. You know? Well, he's so black. I would, I would agree with yeah. you, but he, he knew who that was. Right. Like, he knew that was Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Well. Versus, versus a suspicious-looking person that but he But what, what would you have had him it, do? It, Honestly, well, I'll say this first. Um, I've probably been pulled over by the cops five times in my entire life. Oh, look so, at you. Two goody shoes. Okay. One very recently, like right after I saw Queen and Slim. And so like my nerves were on edge and I knew I didn't do anything wrong. Wow. And then I wasn't upset in the moment, but I was very agreeable in the moment. And it made me think of it. It's like, especially when it comes to athletes, like our bodies are separate from our humanity and our spirits. Right. So like whether he looked threatening or not, he's an athlete. Yeah. So I know he's aggressive and he's black. Like word, word. I'm never going to like try and even put myself in the mind of a white person. It sounds uncomfortable, but what I will say, <laughs> what I will say is this, like when it comes to interactions with law enforcement uh-huh. at the end of the day, we know the historical significance of it. We know word. the present dichotomy of it. And they also have a gun. Like, like I know for a fact that I don't do anything illegal. There's nothing illegal in my car. But when I got pulled over, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm not even a black man, but I still had that sense of this could go anyway. Like, I don't know which way it's going to go. It is, honestly. Like the great. He's a dumbass. (laughs) Wait. Okay. Who who is Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt. Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hey, what do you think about the how cop he, can do whatever he wants? Like he had him dead to rights. He had him by the nuts. Yeah, he did. At he that did. point, you're going to flex. And even with that, it's like okay, cops do that every now and then. And they say, you know, hey, sometimes yeah, they're on a power trip, but it's also like okay, let me gauge this person out. Let me decide if I want to give this person a ticket because. The discretion is theirs yeah. at the end of the day. Let me see if I want to give this guy a ticket. Let me see if I want to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, that's just seemed like what was happening in that video. Now, if he was under the influence, he wasn't supposed to let him go. Like, he should have taken better care of him and not let him get back in the car or whatever the case may be. So. But he made no indication, at least from the video that we saw, that he, that he was under any type of influence. He just found an open bottle of alcohol and he found weed in the car. But he said... I can. He can't say I'm a. You need a. You know. You want to do a breathalyzer or um, mm-hmm. the other one, right? He didn't say I can smell it on your breath. I smell the weed in the car. Like he made no indication that it was even in the that car. there was anything in it. To me, all it really made is that. Let me. You're you're a troubled star. I know you're a troubled star. Mm-hmm. You probably got some shit in your car. Let me search your car. I got lucky. I found some shit. Now let me tell you all the ways that I can fuck up your life some more. Damn. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, your police officers to do what the hell they want, and it's it's fucked up. But I mean, at the same time, though, when I saw the video, Kareem looked like he was intoxicated. <laughs> That's what like, I saw he, too. Is that where like the fake tears? Well, I don't want to say fake tears. Like I'm not gonna. He, say, he like, looked that fucked up. Yeah, he did, he did to me. And so I mean. I noticed he didn't have a seatbelt on. Like, first of all, like <laughs> that's the first thing I noticed. Nothing about the seatbelt, right? Seriously, so like, maybe that's why he was pulled over. No, he was pulled over speeding. 
He's pulled off a speeding. Well, and, boom. And so, <laughs> yeah. That's like a speeding ticket. Like, to me, yo, they, they're going after the bigger thing. I was pulled over for my my license plate yeah. covering my license. I remember. He ain't write me a ticket for that. He forgot all about that. He ain't even mentioned that. He only mentioned that as a reason why he stopped me. He wrote me a ticket because my license was suspended. You get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. that's shiesty. No, that's shady. No, no. It's fucked well, up. I, I well, think Sana Sam was caught. Well, I couldn't drive because home. Because of a busted yeah. taillight. Son of Sam was caught because of a busted taillight. I mean, you pull him over, and then if you see something yeah, else, exactly. boom, there you I, go. And I'm pretty sure there's a stat about that. Once you pull him over, you never know what you're going to find. Right. And, and, and that's what it is. I don't, I don't know if that's shady or that's how they're, they've been taught. But I will say... I that, think they've been taught like that. Yeah, the, the shadiness that comes into play is when you are illegally searching someone who you know doesn't know their rights. It's happened to me before. Like, you know what I mean? What you going to tell a police officer when you're 21 years old? You know, he says, let me open up your trunk or... or Whatever. You don't know what you're going to do. You're just going to say, okay. You know what I mean? Because you're a young black man, and he has the control. So I think that's what happens a lot of times. It's like these guys are getting pulled over, and they don't know what to do except for what they've been told. Yeah, do whatever the police officer and says. Well, don't give him that little pity patty. I know who you are. I care about you. I want to help you. Like, come on, But y'all. he kind of did. He let him slide with a, with a traffic ticket. Uh, I mean, I would have taken a job. I'm gonna be honest. With you. <laughs> like, it's a good thing. Right, I'm not right, about rightfully, so. rightfully so. I, but you know exactly. what? I'm I'm all about doing the right thing, and that's why I have a problem with it. Like, if he if he you know he committed a crime or he you know was in violation or something, do what you're supposed to do. But to me, it's, it's just it's shady because you're not you're not. Every such every different every encounter is different. It's, every encounter with black people is different. Mm-hmm. Some some of us get go away free. Some of us get tickets. Some of us die. Some of us go to jail. Some of us get beat up. Like every encounter is different, and none of it really relates to the reason why they pulled you over. The the funny thing is, I can imagine the, the white police officer saying, "I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. I let this motherfucker go, and y'all still got a problem." That's <laughs> that's on them. That's on them. He didn't do his job correctly, if you ask me. So, so that's the issue. He just didn't do it correctly. He didn't do it. He didn't do his job. Yo, I think I think the biggest issue that we have with police officers, I mean, besides them killing us, is they not doing their jobs. They not doing their jobs. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Uh, uh, but do your this, job. I don't have case, a problem with you. He he did something wrong. Yeah, we what was we had a conversation about this shit. If somebody does something wrong, it was Centoya Brown, right? Mm. When y'all was like, she didn't deserve to go to jail. She killed a man. She should go to jail. And I know people. A lot of people don't want to hear that. But if you if, if somebody does something wrong I just, and it is against the laws of the land, then there is a process in which mm-hmm. you, you proceed. And the problem is that's not really the case. And I think that's why we there's these issues that we have. Well, I mean, your example is hard to follow just because everything is case by case. With that example, it's not that definitive. You get what I'm saying? And that's why you go you go to court and you do all that shit that you do like it's just not right right it's the process but in this case yes i understand a little bit more he broke the law he should go to jail but there's there's also this if he did illegally search him maybe he knew like i can't send you to jail because i wasn't supposed to search you without a warrant so there's that as well we we just don't know at the end of the day this whole situation is sad because here's a young man was trying to get his shit together, but somehow falls into the same pattern. Is he though? Didn't sound like he was trying to get well, his shit together. I'm, like, I'm gonna assume he? that he's trying. I, mean, I think to. he's making strides. He's done a poor job of it. Well, yes, he is, but he's also young, and this is something that's common within with black yeah. athletes within the sports world. So you know, for me, I, I like to think about that and 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 say, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's tough. 
You know, we were just joking earlier about how, oh, it's the off season. You can tell it's the off season because what happens? Athletes, especially black athletes, starts to they start to fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You make a great point there because I'm thinking about like the black athletes who are in the news right now, outside of of course, mm-hmm. Kobe. Antonio Brown is losing his mind oh day no, by day. He's already lost it. Someone <laughs> needs to take his phone ASAP. And then, through. like, Delonte West as well. And then the police officer, whoever already released that video well. about Delonte West, mm-hmm. is, like, coming under fire as well. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Kareem Hunt, I guess, right? Yeah, Kareem Hunt would be the third I don't guy. Know about the guy. Are you both, sure it's not Tony Gonzalez? But both of them two that you said. <laughs> both of them two, yeah. Antonio Brown, man. Look, Antonio get, Brown is losing send his him mind. to Mars, yo. <laughs> Seriously. And I won't no, even blame like the white women for Antonio Brown. It's like Antonio Brown. Where Brown's he can get fault. some help. He's stubborn. You know what? One thing we don't want to talk might about. Be a show. But, might but be a then, game. like, what the commissioner came out and said, oh, it's our obligation to help him. We should be helping him. Who, um,. Antonio Brown or yeah, they Antonio, Brown. Antonio yeah, they Brown. Yeah, they said that about yeah. Antonio Brown. I'm wondering if that was like influenced by like Delonte's West spiral, uh-huh. or is it the fact that the more he talks, the worse it gets? No, I think I think there's real concern. I mean, because he was he, he is he, he's a walking CTE. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. And because he was a, exactly. he's a huge figure in the NFL over the past years, like the best receiver in the league, and they see him go from what he was to this. I mean, even Juju uh, Smith-Schuster, who was his teammate at Pittsburgh, was like, nah, this ain't the same. This ain't him. This ain't the same A.B. So I think people are really seeing, like, yo, this is an issue. Like, he needs some help. We've seen this happen, and And people have ended up killing their family. You probably like that. That's going to look bad. And they probably do want to take his brains and and do some tests on it. The other thing we're not talking about is how the NFL – being who they are, they like to attack people and make them look like they are the bad guys. I'm sure that weighs on him mentally as well, especially if he feels like in the beginning he wasn't doing some of this wild out shit that they say he was doing because the media, I mean, the NFL controls so much more than he can even possibly think about controlling. So when you when you lump all that together, yeah, you're going to get crazy, man. Yeah, I, I kind of also blame the players' uh, union. They're not, they're they're shitty. Yeah, they don't, like, they're not taking they're, care of their own. Shit because what you talk about is is the pressures of the game, right? Yep. And in in sports, you got to be physically tough and mentally tough, and it's a lot harder to be mentally tough than it is to be physically tough. So where is the players' union? Like they're not supporting their players. Like you're a fucking union. That's your job. They're not supporting their players, and that's what it it, it also speaks to. That like there should be no reason why they're not in contact with AB. The fact that. He doesn't have a job when he's a top receiver. The fact that he's going crazy, like they should be in contact with him, and be like, "Yo, what's going on? Let's let's try to help you out. Like, let's try to figure this thing out. Whether it's to get him back in the NFL or not." But they're just the players in the NFL, yo. They need to grab hold I mean, of their cocks. Are they not? <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, fucking sheep. Right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I say like, do like Ice Cube and just <laughs> do your own thing. Yeah. Why not? So, um. Obi-Wan, I'm thinking about... I'm going to skip this. Okay. I, I'm going to skip the... I'm going to get into the topics that, you know, our new manager put us on to. Is that cool? I'm cool with that. Okay. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've noticed, our social media page is popping now. We have a great popping. new... It's popping? Manager. It's popping. Um, so, if you guys are, you know, one of our listeners, like I know you are, you also follow us on our page. And what you would have realized is that... One of the topics that was pretty heavy on there was the one about open marriage. Um, and the question was, 
Are you open to open marriage? <laughs> would you, like, would who's you consider? Like, yeah, who who would be down uh, to have an open marriage? Um, yeah, and I think the majority of the folks actually said yes, they would be down to have an open marriage. I think that's bullshit. But I was actually, <laughs> I was actually one of the people who said I would be open to the idea. And <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, well, I, I, I'll explain it, and I started to explain before we started recording. And what I'm simply saying is, a man that's been married for Eight years coming up in July first. That is, um, you know, you're gonna go through your trials and tribulations and all that, and there might come a time where you know things are tough. And if your significant other approaches you and say, "Hey, listen, um, this is something that I want to do," I'm not gonna just shut it down. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna hear her out, and I'm gonna think about it before I make my decision. So, in that aspect, yes, I'm open to the idea because, at the very least. I'm going to hear what you have to say. Sounds like you're just opening to hearing it. That's I don't think you're yeah, open to the idea of I it. I want to know if you would do it. Would you do it? <laughs> that's open to the, the idea. Question. No. 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 Would yeah. you have an open marriage? If your wife of eight years came to you on your anniversary and said, I Babe, I want you to meet Mike. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't think it would quite go like that. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say no. I'm, I'm just not going to say no. Yeah. I don't know if I can say that. I degree. I didn't answer. <laughs> and I'm not answering that. But I'm, my answer is probably, I'm just like, no. <laughs> to be safe. <laughs> I, I will say. Everything's great in my marriage. <laughs> one, one of our followers did say this. <laughs> that door is closed. And I thought that oh, yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Yeah, so I, I'm not, I'm, my answer is oh. no, right? I wouldn't be open to it. Newlywed, of course. Yeah, but okay. I, not even that. I just don't think. I don't nah, think that's a real thing. I don't think open marriages is a real thing. I don't think it's something that's long-lasting, and I think a marriage is something that's long-lasting. And I feel like people who get into open marriage. I don't. I don't. I don't know how you can consistently can be equal in that and not have one person feel like they're getting less or they're not getting enough, well, or they're not giving enough, et cetera, et cetera. And, and for me, I feel like that's what it is, right? It's the boundaries. Like boundaries have to be set. Mm-hmm. But in my mind. People are going to break the bound. Like, you give people an inch, they're going to want to take a mile. Yeah. T.I. and Tiny had boundaries, and T.I. still broke them down, boundaries down, and did whatever he wanted to do. So, in my mind, I just feel like, yeah, people are open. They're opening their door, well, but once you, they're opening their door to some more fuck shit happening because people sure. are going to lie as well. Right. That is true. And to, and to me, an open marriage, and now it's not the same thing, but I think of it in the same long as, like, like um, friends with benefits, Right. We're we're, we're we're friends with benefits, and we don't have no feelings until all of a sudden we, do. we yeah. catch feelings, <laughs> and it changes the dynamic of what the relationship is. Well, so I think op- open relationships only work when it's a situationship, or when it's like a girlfriend boyfriend type thing, because you're probably not going to end up with that person anyway. Like nobody, real talk, nobody wants to share. Share, right? Yeah, nobody wants to share. Like, huh? I, I well. Guess one you want to say Absolutely something? Absolutely not. Like I, I agree with all of you. Like opening a <laughs> well, door me, to like but, more like yeah. destruction or just more people. Like maintaining one relationship is an everyday work as right. is. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine doing that more than once. Like it's only twenty four hours in a day. Like can you imagine? <laughs> like what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Like even that alone is like taxing to even think that's, about. That's real. I think that's yeah. part of it though. I think we are not educated enough to make it educated. You know answer just because of the fact that 
I don't think that's the end all be all. You can start off as a, I guess, traditional marriage and then decide you want to do open marriage and say, you know what? I'm done with that phase. Let's go back to being the traditional marriage. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we just don't know. And the other thing we don't know is how many other successful people out there have done this. They say Will Smith and Jada Smith have done it. And them but they, they, no, they, they said that's not the case. I get and it. They, come and the thing is you, the they did say that? Yeah. This is what I have learned. You never can speak on anyone else's marriage. Exactly. Because you don't know what's happening. Because yeah, yeah. you don't exactly. know what's happening inside of it. And, Go ahead. Go ahead. And and like to your point, like we call this like new nuance and open marriage, but like this has been going on since the beginning of time, whether we coined it this phrase or not. Exactly. Like there are plenty of people who are still finding out that they have like new Poly- brothers and Amorous. sisters yeah. or a wife after someone passes, like you find out at the funeral. Like yeah. that's still a thing. Yeah. Whether yeah. you call it an open marriage or not, nah, whether right. like people are knowledgeable about it or not. Like I personally just don't have the Capacity to manage more than one relationship at one time. Yeah, and I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, so if you have to share your time and share your activities, you to me, you're not given fully to one mm-hmm. relationship. So that means the person that's receiving that is okay with only receiving half or a quarter, knowing that maybe they're getting four quarters from four different people. Like, I ain't got time for that. I ain't, I ain't got time for that. So I, I that's definitely a nah in my book. What was the other one from IG? So the other one was uh, the post about um, Jay-Z correcting the uh, young <laughs> person who called his fly-ass suit pink. That actually sounds it's old to mauve. me, but okay. What'd you say? It's old to you? No, he sounded old to me. Like, he sounded like an older uh, black I, man I don't know who it was. I, I, just said he was <laughs> I just said he was young. I don't know. It was at the Rock Nation uh, brunch. And um, my thing is, if that was women, because I feel like Jay got a lot of backlash with us, yo. I feel like people was like, "Oh man, he why he got a problem with pink?" And this was and this was also part of our post. A lot of people was like, "Yo, why why these men got a problem with pink?" And I'm like, "I don't think he had a problem with pink. I think Jay's a particular guy, and yeah. he wanted to let it be known that one, it, this it is, wasn't pink. It wasn't pink. It wasn't a hue of pink. Right. Two. I feel like women do that all the time. Yeah, Baby, your like, dress oh. is red. No, it's not red. It's da 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 da." Oh your dress goodness. is orange. No, it's burnt it's sienna. Burnt, right. You know what I mean? Like, your women women get away with that every day. Fam, if I had on a, 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 a periwinkle suit and somebody came over and said, oh, I First like your all, purple. don't do that. What? No, no, no. And somebody said, I like your purple suit. Nah, fam, it's periwinkle, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You know what I mean? This is per. Like, I, I'm proud of what I put on, and I know what I did when I put it on. And in my mind, I was like, nobody else is going to have a periwinkle suit. Somebody right. could easily have a pink suit on, but mauve... Uh, the chances are less. So if you say, "Oh, Jay was wearing a pink," nah, I wasn't. I was wearing a mauve yeah, and suit. He, and, and to me, he ain't even do it in like uh, I don't know uh, a uppity kind of way or whatever. Like he's like, "It's mauve, bro." It's mauve. It's mauve, bro. It's marvelous mob, day. To me, it was like he's schooling him. It's yeah. mauve, bro. Learn your School. colors. Yeah, facts. Like he got his own color, Jay Z hue. That Jay Z blue. Jay Z blue, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, if you say I like your blue suit, like nah, it's Jay Z blue, right? Then, <laughs> you won't say what's wrong with him in blue. You would say why well, he think he got a color because yeah, he does. He do. and, and so Tiffany got a color, Tiffany blue. And, it's a thing. And pink has like it's not like pink has been out with men. Yo, men have been wearing pink. Like he rode with Cam. <laughs> like right, yo, men have been wearing pink. My homie got some pink Jays, yo, patent leather joints, yo. So like. Well, he Let thinks it? he's part of the cam. Yeah, he, got he, he thinks he's part of Dipset. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dipset, Dipset. <laughs> but I mean, this—you know—it's not actually pink, though. That's the thing. That's why I think it's swag. It's like, dude, you don't know your colors. Yeah, 
It's not pink. It's it's a pale purple. I googled that shit. Who asked the question? Welcome back. Like, was it Meek Mill? <laughs> Who was it? Who asked the question? Meek Mill? Oh no, no it wasn't. No, it was a random, was a random, random guy. Yeah. Oh, a random guy at the Rock Brunch, or was it reporter? He was like, I, I, I think he was outside. He's yeah. like, I see you. Outside of party, you mean he couldn't and even get in? They was getting into the car. I don't, we don't know who. It was. Of course oh, okay. not. Let me let me not let me not Paparazzi. misrepresent who this okay. guy is. <laughs> I missed that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was swag though. Yeah, but I don't have a problem with pink. I rock pink. I like pink. Anything that looks good to me, I don't care what color it is. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I, I wear pink too. I don't care. I don't I believe mean, I don't believe in gender. What do they call it? Gender like gender assigned colors. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't believe that. I don't care about that. Yeah, but you you know if you if you're having a baby and you're doing. Um, you're not, and you know it's a boy. You're not gonna buy all pink shit. Why not? I won't buy all pink. He's gonna have some variety in Why it. Why not? But like he's gonna have pink stuff. You know, like, I would give it. Listen, I, I hate. You know well, I hate society. Yeah, but, yo. like, yeah. <laughs> like, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't think it needs to be. Well, he's a boy. He has to wear blue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nah. Or she's a even girl. If she has doing, to wear pink. Right. Even if he's doing a gender reveal, I don't want to do blue and pink. Like, what you going to do? I gotta be real. I don't like the idea of a gender reveal. Me neither. I don't like it either. Like, what happens if like the the baby comes out? It's not the gender that you reveal. Like, what you gonna do? That would be interesting. I mean, because that could very well happen. What if it was purple? That see, I, pink, my thing pink is, and blue. Like, <laughs> like the baby can have two parts that like, I can share with you at a later time. Like, I don't need yeah. to like. Especially the way they do it now, right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, people yeah. people dying, houses getting burned down. Like, yeah. like relax. Relax. relax, relax. I, I saw a gender reveal where they got like this woman. She was naked, laying down, and she farted, and it was blue <laughs> dust. I shit you not. Was it, what you no pun intended. It was on Instagram. What you mean? Yeah, look, that's probably a real thing. Like, let's not be fooled, Joe. People, like, was that? You know, people are trying to come yeah, up with yeah, the yeah, craziest, yeah. the craziest ways. Yeah, they trying to one up each other to to do it. Yeah. They're, they're just going out of this world. They more power to them. It's entertaining. These regular ass people trying no, to do that. That shit is not entertaining. That shit is dumb. <laughs> Well, th- you will laugh at them. No, I don't. It's still laugh entertaining. I laugh. I don't want to say it. I don't care for it. I yeah. don't care for gender reveal. I don't want a gender reveal anyway. So, but my child will be rocking pink. Gucci yeah, I mean, if it look, if it look. now, now, so the only thing that's wrong with that is because of the way the world still thinks. If you have your boy wearing a pink whatever, they're like, oh, little it's girl. A, it's a girl, yeah, that's true. And that's then now you want to fight people. <laughs> like, <laughs> why not, he's a boy? No, yeah, I mean, it happens even if I'm not wearing not pink. To fight. I know, you're right. That's yeah. why I don't. I just don't say shit at yeah, all. People just shut I'm the like, fuck what a beautiful up. baby. <laughs> exactly. Like, never, like, you never know. You like, never why, know, right. Oh, cool, congratulations. Right. <laughs> it's like those people are like, oh, you're pregnant? No, bitch, I'm not pregnant. Because <laughs> some people, baby's <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, I don't even say nothing. Nope. Are you nah. you're pregnant? No, it's like, oh, until you tell me with your own two lips that you're pregnant. Yeah, you ain't pregnant. Oh, you want something to drink? If you say, I'm pregnant, I was like, oh, I didn't know. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, should I just look like this? Hey, I don't know. You know, God bless you. Never you. know, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's why I asked you if you want something to drink. You can drink a beer. It's a real uh-huh. look. Y'all women be doing that. The pregnant look. No, I mean, I hear <laughs> y'all women all be doing that. Um, this one young lady who was like, hey, to your friend, like, are you pregnant? She was uh, like, she, no, <laughs> like, like yeah, what do you say to that? That's rude. Like, oh just, my god, I mean, it's rude if it's not true, but it's like great if you are. Yeah, that's true. You right? know? But maybe they don't want to share yet. So yeah. if they don't want to share, like they have to say no because they don't feel comfortable telling you that they're pregnant. Yeah, well, yeah. There's there's the other one where you're you're walking down with your newborn baby and the white lady's like, oh. Can I touch him? No, no don't touch my fucking touch child. Yeah. <laughs> cannot touch him. Cannot touch him. Cannot. Yeah, people. Well, you know, black, black children are taboo. What? Shut up. 
Shut up. We're not. <laughs> Isn't that why they want to touch them? Because they taboo. I've never seen. Yeah, we, we definitely went before. on a tangent here. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, right. I think shout we're outs? done, right? Shout outs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're the only one with a shout out, right? Yeah, now. man. So um, it's it's that time of the year again, where oh, these man. random black people. Want to be uh, crazy because it's Black History Month. Shout out to Black History Month. All day, every day. Um, but uh, shout out to Google, though, for their new commercial that I think is going to be aired during Super Bowl. Am I correct about that? Um, Damn, and, I, can't, I can't shit on shut and, up. Nah, and nah, and the, uh, the commercial is definitely straight up um, black excellence, right? So the commercial highlights um, the moments in, in uh, American history um, moments in American history that were the most searched, right? Yeah. So some of them they have are like um, Beyonce's Countdown was the most searched um, concert or whatever. Um, the most searched guitar solo was Prince. Um, the most searched dunk was like Jordan. So it just takes all these great moments that black people gave to the world um, that were that... As entertainers. As entertainers or whatever that the world looked for. The most searched po- uh, poet was uh Maya Angelou. So uh it's definitely a dope dope ass commercial. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um you can find it on YouTube. Furthermore, oh, furthermore. I think okay. every day they're gonna have a moment in Black History Month as their Google. Right. Uh, so they logo. just they did start doing that uh February first is the Greensboro City. Right. Let me go check it out real a quick. Moment <sighs> in, uh, yeah, Black History Month. So that's definitely shout out to Google for what they're doing. Um and and I and what I believe it is and what my wife has said to me is having that black representation um, where it matters, right? So that they can do justice to black people and not make us look stupid. You can't shit on shout outs. Maybe I just have a question. <laughs> if it's shitting on it. It's not shitting. It's okay. just like a, a clarifying question. Do these commercials and searches translate into like more diversity at Google? Um, I I assume that's where it's coming from, but okay. I, I don't I don't quite know the answer to that, right? Because yeah, just the question. That's what I, that's my assumption. Yes. I hope so. Okay. Like, that you. would be great. Thank you. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to Google. Yeah. Shout out to Google. Yeah, because and as we're talking about this, I'm doing like Google dot you know cn, uh, Google dot ng, Google dot ca, and for some of them, it's actually showing the same picture of you know the Greensboro sitting. But China's not. China's the only one that's like, Google, and then it's like a bunch, whole bunch of Chinese characters. Yeah. But so it's, it's transcending just uh, America's Google search. It's going oh, to the Nigerian good. Google, the French Google, the Canadian Google, et cetera. Um, any more shout-outs? I mean, just it's Black History Month, man. So how y'all, y'all, y'all excited about that? I mean, does anything different or change for y'all? No, I'm, I'm a black man in America. I just got here, so. Uh, I can't. I can't speak the to boats. it. Yeah. I can't speak yeah. to it. So yeah. I, I will no, pass it on to the African Americans in the room. I gotta be real with you. Black History Month is like my favorite time of the year. Oh, okay. Because of how you grew up without cable. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I just like I love I love celebrating like my my blackness every day, and oh. it's just like I feel like people don't say okay here you go. Well, they don't say like oh okay here you go with the blackness. Like they give me a break in February, so that's why. Well, I you can be it. a little bit more extra with. Yeah, I'm super it. extra. Yeah. I'm super extra, and so that I don't get the pushback. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's the only yeah. month we got, you know, I, I definitely yeah, all of them. Don't let them tell you. Yeah, we're the only one you know, they recognize. I'm I'm not prepared, but I recently saw a video that I did not finish that SB sent, and 
it was it was a black man who was talking about some of these holidays. He talked about President's Day, Columbus Day, and how you know that was bullshit, whatever. And then he talks about Black History Month, and he said it's not a popular opinion. And again, I didn't get to finish it, but he was saying that he thinks we should get rid of Black History Month. And so when I when, when I finish it, I'll bring it to the table next episode so we can talk about it. Do you at least know the reason why he said that? He's saying we don't need it anymore. He said the purpose of Black History Month back in the day, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there was a purpose. He said now where we are now today, we don't really need it. Uh, well, mm, mm, okay. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to wait until I finish listening to what he has to say. But I, I just thought it was kind of thought-provoking once he said that. I was like, really? Anything that brings black people to the forefront of an American society, which they are not, will always be needed. I mean, I, I don't... I mean, you, like like we always say, Black History Month is every fucking month for us. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. And we can, we can continue to use other months to continue to do that, just as we do in February. But yeah, he, that's he, my opinion. He did say this. Martin Luther King is the only black man to have his day. No other, well, no other man has a day as a holiday. And like three states don't celebrate it. Like really, I didn't know. That. Yeah, yeah, not every state. Yeah, Arizona. And it's not. It's not a. Is it? Is it? Is it a, a true government holiday where they where government? Yeah, it's now? Just, yeah. Okay, because yep. it wasn't always right. And it, yeah, he yeah. said it, it took a long time, so they really yeah. fought for that. Yeah. They really did. Yeah, but he really? said, you know, of course, you know, white people were mad because he was going to be the only person a black man well i will also say he is the only uh non-president in the title basin and for those that don't know yeah. title basin here in dc is where all the president's monuments and stuff are at uh mlk's is at the title basin um shout out to that that's that's big i yeah, think that speaks a lot to him so anyway shout out to black history month any more shout out all year long guess one <laughs> you got one shout out to kobe just just because yeah. it's all love Word. yeah or Ike the Great? No. All right. Well, as usual, shout out to our listeners, um, first time and, and last time listeners. We appreciate you, appreciate you guys listening to us. And this was episode 60 of the EBS podcast. And we're out. Sandwiches. <laughs> Did you get it this time?